When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maybe. Welcome to a brand new edition of Embrace Debate here on the Keep Pounding Podcast Network, powered by the Fans First Sports Network. You can follow us on Twitter at KP Pounding underscore FFSN. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson. Every Thursday, we're joined by Cody Lashley from the Carolina Cat Chronicles and Monty Fetty from the Four Man Rush. Debate style, Carolina Panthers flavored. Um, I'm sure at this point, all of you have something you probably want to debate <laughs> regarding this team. 0-5, heading down to Miami to take on Tua Tagovailoa and the uh, the Miami Dolphins, 1 o'clock p.m. Sunday on Fox. Gentlemen, how's it going? Panther Nation kind of going through it right now. I see y'all on Twitter uh, obliterating people because um, <laughs> it's just it's bad right now. It's really bad. What's Bro, going? I'm blessed. I highly favor, man. That's another day the Lord have made. Uh, this, team, this Panthers team, they're not going to get me down, man. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, and I'm excited to debate my internet sparring partner today, man. It's gonna be fun. What's the deal, Monty? How you doing, man? Uh, I'm I'm here, brother. You know, like you said, I, I, I agree with Cody. I'm blessed and highly favored as well. So uh, I mean, I I'm, I refuse to let the, the stench of this Carolina Panther team get on me, man. Um, but but nah, yeah, I, I I agree, man. Um, I'm you know I'm happy to be here uh, and ready to cook up some Cody today. Well, I'm a, I'm a, we, we, we pre-gamed this a little bit yesterday, and uh, we kind of settled on about four hot topics that everybody's been kind of talking about regarding this team. And we're going to just jump right into it, give you y'all fix uh, before you go off for your lunches and whatnot here on this beautiful Thursday afternoon. Let's just get right to it. Uh, number one, how much do you buy this rumor that's going around the media now? It's actually seeping to the national media at this point that Panthers head coach Frank Wright did not want to draft quarterback Bryce Young. Um, who wants to go first on this one? I'll take the lead. Um, I don't. I don't really. I don't really buy it at all, man. Uh, and it, could there be some truth to it? Sure, maybe. Um, I mean, would we? Would we realistically ever know? No. You know, I feel like it's just a rumor that. I mean, of course, it's how rumors all start. But you know, I feel like there would be no way that the team will ever confirm or deny that rumor. Um, and to be honest, I think is is I think because we're zero and five. Now we're starting to hear stuff like that. Like, you know, the coach didn't want Bryce Young. You know, maybe there could be some, you know, un, you know, not happiness or unsettled to you, at, at, you know, in the house of Carolina Panthers. But I don't believe that at all. You know, and if we fast forward it three, four months ago, or not fast forward, rewind it three, four months ago, um, you know, we were our coaching staff reported from, you know, beat writers from Charlotte reporting for the team itself said they felt like they were high on all of the quarterbacks and they could win with any of the quarterbacks now. So now that we're on five, don't tell me that now you you didn't get the quarterback you wanted because you initially reported that you were wanted all. I mean, you could have won with all of them and this all star staff would, would have had all all of them thriving. So I, I mean, I don't really believe the rumor. I think it's just something that we're, we're talking about now because we're terrible as a football team. Yeah. <laughs> Cody, your thoughts on this uh, this rumor that's actually kind of started to spread to some of the national talking heads that's getting bounced around that Frank Wright didn't necessarily want to draft quarterback Bryce Young. Are you buying that or no? Uh, yeah, Desmond, I am buying it. I am buying it. So let, let me count off the names here. Adam Schefter, Rich Eisen, and Mike Florio have now all come out and said that they know people connected to the Panthers organization that have now confirmed, or not confirmed, but they're speculating that David Tepper was the one who really wanted Bryce Young and was sold on Bryce Young, and that the coaching staff, they were head over heels for C.J. Stroud. This is not a surprise to anyone. All you have to do is look back in Frank Reich's history. He has always preferred bigger, stronger arm quarterbacks. So even if he did like Bryce Young, I don't know why it's surprising to anyone that he would want to go with the bigger, stronger arm quarterback. A lot of people just label this stuff as conspiracy theory, but we know that David Tepper is a meddlesome owner. Frank Reich is already telling everyone in the press conferences 
just how much David Tepper and him are talking all the time. He's a hands-on owner. He's somebody that, you know, takes part in the day-to-day stuff. Listen, David Tepper, right now, until he proves otherwise, is Jerry Jones minus the Vince Lombardi trophies. And I've been feeling like that about David Tepper forever. So do I believe it? Yeah, I do. I don't have any way to confirm it. But I've been feeling that way for a long time now. And looking at the playbook, looking at what we're doing, yeah, I'm sorry, but it just seems very believable to me. So I'm a okay. So I'm a hop in on this too because um, Skylar Callahan, who does the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast with me, is the beat writer for uh, the Panthers for Sports Illustrated. So we've got a uh, insider in the building over there, and he was pretty he was pretty adamant throughout the off season as we were going through this process, especially after we got the number one pick from the Bears, that his pick was C.J. Stroud, uh, Skyler. Like he was leaning towards C.J. Stroud. Uh, but he was he was basically getting uh, the vibe from inside the building that Stroud was not the guy that they were wanting, that they traded up for Bryce Young. And all this reminded me, we already know that they wanted Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud. They put it out on YouTube, the yeah. Mitchell series. They, they walked us through the process of how they got to, to Bryce Young. So this whole idea that they were leaning towards C.J., unless they just acted for a couple of episodes for our benefit on YouTube, which I don't think – uh, Josh McCown and Frank Wright are that good actors. Uh, they did go and do their due diligence and 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 look at the other guys. But the way yeah. it was framed to us, they were doing that just to make sure that the guy that they traded up for was the right guy. It was now, never if not If you right. remember, the original plan was that the Bears were going to trade down one spot with the Houston Texans. Then the Bears were going to go from number two to where Carolina was picking. If, if the Carolina Panthers were okay moving up to number two. And the worst kept secret throughout the entire draft was how much the Houston Texans loved Bryce Young. So if we knew that the Texans were going to move up to one for Bryce Young and we were going to go up to number two, well, that kind of tells me that everyone at one point in time was on board with drafting C.J. Stroud. See, that plan changed after they moved up to number one because David Tepper didn't want the egg on his face of having passed on the quarterback that everybody was saying was hands down number one in the draft class, and they didn't want a quarterback that scored a 12 on his S2 test. Nobody said that C.J. Stroud was number one in this draft class. Right. I remember that ever happening. It's always Bryce been was. Yeah, Bryce, Bryce was. But see, see, everything you just said, though, you just kind of showed that Bryce was the number one pick for multiple teams. And that's that's, that's why Carolina didn't trade with the Bears or with, to number two to Houston. If they wanted C.J. Stroud, they could have got him at two. All exactly. those teams at the top, they all wanted Bryce Young. The it only way they could get it is to move it, it to number probably one. wouldn't have cost you D.J. Moore if that was the exactly. case. If, if exactly. You were, if, you were, if you were set on getting C.J. Stroud, you knew realistically – Houston wanted, like you said, the worst kept secret was Houston wanted Bryce. You know that was that was the thing that everybody had talked about. They had failed their tank because they didn't get Bryce. They had so, the least from Houston, yeah, exactly. Right. So it was like, so that's two franchises that we they have confirmed Bryce was the number one quarterback in the draft. So now here we are, what three four months down the road, and we're having revisionist theory saying, well, well, CJ Stroud was kind of that. There's no way one that you can even confirm that, and two, if that were the case, why go to number one? You knew Houston was going to go for for number one for Bryce at that point. But again, they didn't want to gamble and they and what Scott Fitter had, had said it himself. They wanted to control the board. They wanted to have control over who they got, over what quarterback they got, and that was Bryce Young. So and and I'll uh, I'll bite here, uh Cody. I'll even say, okay, let's even say that's the case. Let's say that okay, CJ Stroud was their quarterback and then uh Tepper bullied them off their spot. If that's the case, fire the entire coaching staff. Right. Burn it all down from the top. Because if that's the case, we don't, I mean, honestly, we're losing franchise anyway. There's no reason why we should have this guy at a head coach. Because clearly the coach, I mean, the play calling that we see on the field right now is terrible. So it's not, so it's, it's clearly not uh, resulting in, uh, what was it, a uh, wins. And we also just hired this coaching staff because he was an offensive guru. So now don't tell me now, five months later, Oh, nah, bro. He didn't want the court. Because if that's, you're that's an right. owner, if you're an owner and you're going to spend multiple millions of dollars upgrading your coaching staff, why are you going to tell them what quarterback they're going to draft? That's what you're missing. If David Tepper is the one telling what quarterback we, they're going to draft, why, why are they though. not? 
we're basing this whole argument off of if David Tepper did that. We have no idea. We don't Tepper know that he didn't either, though. But we don't know he did, and that's what I'm saying. Like, we have to go off of what we know. Like, what we know is what we've seen, what the Panther team put out in that Camp Confidential and all the articles, all the beat writers and what they've said up to this point. Not a single beat writer that I've seen has said anything about David Tepper being so stuck on Bryce Young that he forced them to choose him like then, it felt every, all of them writer, in love with writer. him and were trying to get talked out of bryce young and never got talked out of him that's what you it feels wouldn't like. hear it otherwise but if see, it was otherwise beat, they would never put that out Frank well, that's the thing. I, I don't i don't agree man because every beat writer and every reporter from carolina has said they like all three of the quarterbacks so they right. said they could win with all three of them so and remember they went a tour and saw they, all of them exactly. they even saw will levis and all these other guys that weren't even in the first round they the, all of them david tepper nicole went the, the whole coaching staff they all flew out to all these places to look at these at these uh quarterbacks exactly. in hindsight Bryce was the number one guy while they were doing that. And they told us that, that he was the number one guy because he was the one out of all of them that had the quote unquote it factor. Like they, they described what they were looking for in a quarterback and out of all the ones that got drafted, Bryce checked all the boxes. Now I will say this out of all these quarterbacks that we're talking about, Bryce Young is not the problem with this team. Like he has been elite every single level of football he's ever played on. And now all of a sudden he's the reason why we're 0-5. I don't exactly. buy like there's, there's other stuff. That's happening that uh, we need to get to. Matter of fact, let's jump into it. How much blame does this Panther coaching staff, who we dubbed the Avengers of Panth of uh, coaching staffs in the NFL at the beginning of the year, how much do they deserve for this 0-5 start? Uh, Cody, let's start with you on this one. I mean, listen, I'm not going to put all the blame on them. There's a lot of people calling, the, calling for the heads of the coaching staff right now. They're having to deal with this same terrible 53-man roster that you know that that we're watching like i don't know what panther fans expect this coaching staff really to do differently scott fitterer gave them wide receivers that don't really separate outside of adam Thielen, and he's not as fast as he once was but he's clearly our number one wide receiver the offensive line depth is terrible the guard play has not been what it needs we're terribly missing missing austin corbett here's another one we're missing Brady Christensen, yeah. who everyone has been saying, oh, he's a swing tackle. Put him on the bench. Put Chandler Zavala next to Icky. And that has not looked well in the time that we've been seeing it. We do not have the proper depth. We do not have a linebacker. We do not have the necessary depth at cornerback. I, hey, I've, I've been a big fan of J.C. Horn. I want him to be out there playing. But him and Dante Jackson, they haven't been able to stay healthy. I don't know what Panther fans realistically expect Frank Wright to be able to do. And I like Thomas Brown, but you are kidding yourself if you think if, that Thomas Brown is going to instantly go to calling plays and this offense is going to somehow look drastically different when we can't run the football and we can't pass protect on third down. So, yeah, people are putting entirely too much blame on this coaching staff. Money. I I I don't fully agree at all. I mean, I think the coaching staff, I mean, and I you we can clump the coaching staff with the front office because I think Scott Fitter is a huge part of the reason why this team stinks as well. But I don't think that the coaching staff, I think the coaching staff deserves a, a fair amount. And to not get off topic, it's no way, Cody, I feel like you feel that way, but then the way you, you turn around and then blame Bryce for a lot of the stuff that we lose. Because it's if you say how do you feel how what or what do you expect from Frank Reich to do? What are you expecting of your rookie quarterback to do in the offense that, like you said, offense offensive line is terrible, can't run the ball, only have one receiver that consistently, you know, get separation here, and then your defense is beat up. So you can't make that argument for the coaching staff and then turn around and then blame Bryce for a lot of the stuff that he's going through, bro. I just and if and that needs to be fair. You know, if we're gonna be, if we're gonna make that argument, let's be fair. Cause I feel like Frank Wright again, we brought him in as a offensive guru. You know, we passed on deep better, in my opinion, better candidates, better defensive candidates because we were looking for an offensive guru. So now again, here we are on five. Now we're saying, well, what do you expect Frank Reich to do? We brought Frank Reich in here because we were talking about winning the playoffs. The Carolina Panthers were talking about competing for the playoffs in the division before the the season even started. So now, again, I, I, the excuse that, well, what and what am I expecting the coaches to have to do? I'm expecting y'all to win. I'm expecting y'all to come in and, and be competitive. Here we are into week five, and we just starting to see LaVisca touch the ball. 
Like, I mean, that's that's un- that's unexcusable, in my opinion. Again, I agree with you about the Brady Christensen. You were correct about Brady Christensen this entire time. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you on that. But again, I mean, if, if we're going to be honest, we're looking at a whole we, – we kept camping because camping was this great offensive uh, offensive line guru, and the offensive line is terrible. It, even with the starters, <laughs> so it's like it's. I mean, the coaching staff deserves a fair amount. You know, our receiver, uh, I, and if it's true that the position coach has anything to the rotation here on Sundays, our position coaches are terrible because they, they don't know how to rotate in and out of our uh, our receivers out the game, which is how we get mistakes. Like what Frank Reich said about we have a play call that comes in and we don't even have the right receiver on the field. That that uh, frustrated me. Um, the, the only issue I have with the coaching staff and with Frank right now. Is that I feel like Frank is saying too much. <laughs> You're saying too much to the press right now because when he's saying things, Definitely. it's almost like a like a, a stream of consciousness that where like he's not he's not censoring himself. Like when he with the whole Adam Thielen thing, where the whole thing about we had to call a timeout, it was a play designed for Thielen. He wasn't in the game. I didn't realize it. Yada yada yada. We don't need to know that because now that we know that, now our minds are thinking. So you had a play where the ball could only go to to Adam Thielen. Like what is that? Like how does that help? Uh, Bryce Young, knowing that he has to throw it to there, like he can't right. throw it any place else but there. That's what you just told us. So if that's a play in the playbook, we gotta imagine there are other it's plays in the playbook. Minute, like in a two minute situation at that, that's the that's the crazy. Yeah. Thing. You're you, you're in a two minute offense and you only have one play that only can go to one receiver. The clock and we're talking about the coaching staff doesn't deserve a big bl- no, bro. That's they deserve a huge huge amount of blame for the way we are right now. The, the clock management, they've had a call, and a lot of this stems from Frank Wright, or he's taking the blame for it, and it could be something underneath him where it's happening, where they, they've had issues. Um, they had one where they had to call a timeout because the play wasn't in or something like that, and they got saved. Uh, Panera every game that happened. Yeah, every game there's something with the clock where you're just like, there's no urgency in the two-minute. That's the thing that bothers me when I'm watching them. Like, they're taking their time. Like, they're really slow with it. The one thing I'll say about this with the coaching staff is this, and I thought about this watching the San Francisco-Dallas game uh, the other night, and knowing we're about to go play Miami. Who do we have on this staff? We're, we're all complaining about the offense, right? Like, the offensive plays, it looks bland, looks vanilla, yada, yada, yada. Who's our offensive coordinator? Thomas Brown. And where did he come from? Los Angeles Rams. Who's the head coach for the Miami Dolphins right now? Sean McVay. No, for the Miami Dolphins. Oh, for the Dolphins, uh, Mike McDaniels. And where did he come from? Uh, San Francisco. The 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 same type of philosophies that Kyle Shanahan and yeah. Sean McVay run in their offenses have trickled down to Miami, who right now is the the most potent offense in NFL history through the first five games. And San Francisco, when you watch them play on offense, all the pre snap movement, all the different designs, you're drawing defense this way, you're sending the ball that way. We're not doing any of that. So I'm like, okay. Is Thomas Brown, does he have any say at all on the plays we run? Like, what's happening with this? Because I am at a point, and I think they should do this after the bye. They got to hand the sticks to Thomas Brown. Like, if we're especially if we're 0-6, it feels like Frank needs to be more of a CEO and not the offensive coordinator. Oh, like, we're going to be. Oh, we're huh. control. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we won't even. <laughs> we're we're, 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 we're going to be 0-6. And, uh, they do have a game every year that they win. They have no business winning. Like, I love that. Not, yeah, in, that that's not the I yeah, love that you mentioned the Miami <laughs> Dolphins and San Francisco 49ers because if we're going to be successful, those are the types of teams that you have to use as a blueprint yeah. to build your team in that direction. I don't know how long it's going to take for us to build up to be the 49ers or the Miami Dolphins. I mean, I'm they're going to be real with you. They're in but, year four with this rebuild with Miami. We just had on uh, podcast guys from the Dolphins uh, yesterday, the day before, and they were like, we've gone through 20 years of rebuilding. Like start and stop, start and stop. And this is year four of this one. They were ready to throw Tua to the curb last year. Remember, Ryan Fitzpatrick was coming in in key games or whatever because they didn't trust Tua. And now look at him. Like they went through it too. That's why I'm telling the Panther fan base, y'all got to chill. Y'all got to all realize if you bring in a brand new head coach, a brand new coaching staff, and a rookie quarterback, forget what happened last year. You have to hit the reset button. Like you have to. You cannot hold on to what we did last year and expect them to add on to that. This is not the same team. It's not the same makeup. It's not the same running backs. Not the same scheme. Like we can't, we can't sit here and hold on to stuff like Fitter saying we're a quarterback away and things like that. They were wrong. Like people can be wrong. Like we can't hold them to what they were saying in July, in October, because things have changed. Like we can't just keep saying, "Well, you told us this. You told us this. What is that?" We know it's different. We've got injuries and stuff that's going on that we didn't expect to have. It is what it is. But we got to move 
forward somehow. And I don't know if the fan base is ready to do that. The fan base feels like they're ready to just, the fan base wants somebody to blame. That's what it is. The fan base wants a, a target that they can point at and be like, this is why we're 0-5. And it's not just one thing in particular that can do that. Um, we're at the point of the season where there's a lot of quarterbacks getting hurt. One of the quarterbacks we were talking about uh, drafting, Anthony Richardson, put on IR yesterday uh, with a sprained AC joint. Uh, you got quarterbacks hurt all over the place. Aaron Rod, like all these quarterbacks are injured. We kind of got a dude that might be worth something on the trade market and Andy Dalton. Uh, over 38,000 yards passing, been a starter for multiple teams, took teams to the playoffs. Should the Panthers entertain trade scenarios for Andy Dalton? Go ahead, Mike. Uh, I'm going to say no, man. Uh, I mean, we are <laughs> guys, we all know we, we see around the league that is, you know, you're always a quarterback away or injury away a quarterback from being in a terrible position. And, you know, even with the rookie quarterback, you know, and, and even as high as I am on Bryce, you know, Andy Dalton is a very good backup quarterback. Um, you know, you, you got to have a good backup quarterback in today's league, man. Uh, you just never know what happens. And I and, and even with the value of Andy Dalton, I don't I don't know how much we're going we would get for him for even trading him. You know what? I mean, what we're talking about a, a day three pick. Like maybe. I don't know. I don't think we'll get for Andy Dalton. Yeah, I mean, as we say, you'll get a day three pick, you know, maybe a fourth. It's like for that, nah, keep keep your backup quarterback in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, Bryce Young has already missed a game. So why would you risk not having another quarterback being able to be ready to go in case Bryce did end up missing another game? And another thing that I know everybody's going to tell me is everyone else's problem other than Bryce. But right now, Bryce is good for turning the football over at least two times a game. So just in case things go even worse than they are right now, yeah, there's no way to get rid of Andy Dalton. There's there's no way you have to have a backup plan. And that's the reason why you brought him in. You literally have no one else. Like, you're not going to have a backup quarterback. I don't even know the other dude that we have on the practice squad right now. It's like, that's, that's untenable. If you're going to have any chance at being able to get through a disaster scenario, you have to have Andy Dalton on the field or at least being able to be ready to play at a moment's notice. I um, I want to push back a little bit on the whole uh, Bryce is struggling. Because to me, I'm sitting there watching it, and he's gotten better from week to week. Like, he may not have gotten Everything. to week six. Yeah, he may not have gotten to week six without throwing. So he's not fumbling the ball almost yeah, every game. He's, a he's not, he's not throwing dumb it. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not even saying – I'm not even saying that it can't be fixed. I'm not even saying that it's not really issues. He's not, really issues. He's not every, I'm not, I'm he's not, not saying that it's horrible. But everybody trying to pretend like he doesn't have these dumb turnovers every game. And then my people can be he's saying, a rookie. fine. He's but rookie. you're not, you're not going to say that Bryce Young is playing great football. He hasn't been the Nobody, worst part okay, of this okay. he, he, he is not the worst part of this football team. But Bryce Young, as of right now, is not also not playing good football, just yeah. like everybody else on this team right now. There is not one Panther player, maybe outside of Brian Burns, that's actually playing great football right now, and that includes Bryce. No, I'm not calling him a bust. No, I'm not saying that he's the worst part of the football team, but we have to call it what it is, man. The fumbles are ridiculous, and the throwing interceptions that's also something that has to be cleaned up. So we're not going to put uh, some of those fumbles, those strip sacks that he's had where he's getting tackled from behind because he's running for his life because a guy came in without getting touched from the offensive line. We're not going to put that on the offensive line at all. Like, we're not going to say, hey, man, you want to touch that guy <laughs> before he hits the – Yeah, the sometimes your offensive line is going to bust. But it doesn't mean that you, got, that you have to fumble the ball every time that your offensive line doesn't pick up the block. He's been fumbling the ball every time they don't pick up the ball. And he's every exactly. time, but he's been fumbling every time. And, and like, then some of these two, like the Aiden Hutchinson interception, are you really going to put that on Bryce Young? That was a really good defensive play by Aiden Hutchinson that you don't normally see a defensive end make. He did a one-handed catch behind, with the ball going behind him. It was the made. second time in two weeks that Bryce threw the ball directly to a defensive he end. On a That's what I'm saying. Like Hutchinson wasn't even supposed to be in the path. Hutchinson made a fantastic defensive play. Sometimes you have to give it up to the defense that made the play and not say, oh, well, that's Bryce messing up. Like, Bryce did what he was supposed to do on the play. Hutchinson messed up the play. Like, and, and all the announcers, everyone are like, did you see that play? Like, that freak, that's a freak play. Now, the other interception he threw on Sunday 
he was trying to drop it into a bucket and that, the wide receiver ran the wrong route. Like the wide receiver ran the route too deep. It pulled the quarterback back and got him into a position where he could just run underneath the ball and do it. He wasn't supposed to run as far out as he did. Bryce threw it to a spot. So some of this is Bryce being a rookie. Some of this is Frank Wright not completely trusting him to throw the ball wherever he wants him to throw it to. Although I did see a, a shot chart of Matt Ryan with uh, Frank Wright in his last season with the Colts, and it looks eerily similar to what Bryce Young is throwing. So it might not even be Bryce Young. It might just be Frank Wright's playbook. This is what he does. He throws this. It was the wrong route. Type of. Uh, it was the the maybe. wide receiver ran the wrong route, or yeah. it was the wrong depth on the route. Because I watched the All Twenty Two yesterday. The ball is going directly to where Jonathan Mingo was about to be. Right. Now that defender, right. if you right. want, if you want to say that Aiden Hutchinson made a great play on that ball, well, then that same cornerback also made a great play on that ball. Okay, but it, 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 that. It, again, like <laughs> y'all, y'all say that Bryce is making rookie mistakes. Well, okay, y'all, y'all haven't mentioned them. Everything has been someone else's issue. It's either no, been that, I mean, coaching. But, 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 that, it's been it, it's been someone making a good play. I don't know. And bro, two things can be true. He, he, can, yeah. he could have made a bad decision and, and made a rookie mistake, and then also there'd be a great play. And, and he's had interceptions that were just dumb interceptions. Like, no and one's trying to protect but, Bryce Young. That does nobody any good. Like, but, I mean, but we have to be consistent with it, though. It's like, but again, because, Cody, let's let's not pretend that you haven't had the exact same argument or excuse for quarterbacks that you wanted to draft. Here. Here we are, bro. Two years ago, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson get drafted. They're having the exact same issues that Bryce going through now, and your tone is totally different. Trevor so Lawrence was awful pretend. as a rookie. He was horrible. Yeah. And All of them are usually right. horrible. Like, Trevor Lawrence was terrible. And it was like, but again, your tone, I, and bro, I can, I can prove it. Again, here we are two years ago. You, Your tone was totally different for a quarterback that you wanted to draft versus a quarterback that you wasn't high drafting. So, so let's not pretend that what you're saying, what you're doing is being, you're giving fair criticism because you're not. You're, again, you'll, you'll pick and choose. I'm not a Jaguars fan, bro. I'm not, I'm not a fan of any of these other teams. Yeah, I said, yeah, I was a fan of Trevor Lawrence. I was a fan of Justin but, Fields. But and I said they could be good in the future. I think Bryce Young could be good in the future. But you're not going to tell me that a quarterback turning over the football is not, not always on him. Cody, but again, that's not even the stance you were on, though, bro. Again, like I said, you were you were going what more stance than, oh, was well, I on. What stance bro, was I on, bro? Well, just a couple of days ago, you were saying that we drafted the wrong quarterback and we should have drafted CJ Stroud. That so leads now, me so now, to like, my final question of the evening. I'm or, allowed to believe that, Monty. I'm not being unfair. I'm not. I'm not being unfair to anyone. Two bro. things can be true at the same time. I think Bryce Young can be a good quarterback. And yeah, I still would have drafted CJ Stroud. So that's actually the final question for that. I tried yes. to save it to okay. get a little bit of time to, to, to go on it. Did the Panthers make a mistake in taking Bryce Young over CJ Stroud? Um, I, now, this is something y'all been going back and forth on Twitter for a while. I don't know which one of y'all want to go first. <laughs> so, because uh, I've been go on ahead, quarterbacks, like I wanted Stroud for a while. I kind of got talked into Bryce Young. And then after doing more due diligence, I was like, all right, I'm cool with Bryce. We Young. all did. Everybody him. got talked yeah. into Bryce. So now, now people have buyer's remorse. So I had been, been high on Bryce since last year, you know? So it's like, so I'm not that he, he didn't just grow on me. I had been high on Bryce. So do I feel like yeah, that we drafted the wrong quarterback? No, I don't. I feel like Bryce was the quarterback, the, the number one quarterback in this class that the entire time. And now I feel like because we are winning games, like what we all expected to, now we're having, like, again, yeah, the revisionist uh, theory, like, okay, maybe we got the wrong guy. I don't agree with that at all. I feel like you we put Bryce in probably the worst situation out of all three quarterbacks, and now we're expecting things to, to change. Like, you, we still can't run the football. We still, we have one of the worst offensive lines in the in the league. We have one of the worst all-receiver cores in the league, and now we're looking at our rookie quarterback saying, oh, okay, well, you, you can't win us a game? That's that's garbage, bro. I'm, I'm sorry, that's trash. You're even going back to the interception that we're talking about. The interception, we're, we're Bro, he threw a, a screen pass to Ian Tom, Thomas, and we're sitting there talking about, oh, well, we're mad about the interception, man. Yeah, we should be mad at the like, play. There's no way for Bryce to thrive in this offense. And Dunk, shout out to my guy Dunk, he said it perfectly. If Bryce has to be damn near perfect for this offense to thrive, and for you to expect your rookie quarterback to come in to be perfect, that's that's unrealistic. And again, I feel like what the the, the expect, expectations we put on Bryce right now is not even realistic. You know, and again, we just we just looked up. They got Cam. They had a great rookie season. So now all we're doing is comparing. Well, 
Cam had a great rookie season. Cam also had a Hall of Fame receiver uh, when it came into the league. And a tight end, Greg Olson, who was a pro bowler. And D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart. And a left tackle in Jordan. Had a all, exactly. Had an all-pro left defense. tackle. You know, so it's like, so we're, we're, we, keep, we keep doing this comparison thing. Even with C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud, arguably now, we're talking, we're into the season. C.J. Stroud is on a better team. C.J. Stroud got better weapons. C.J. Stroud has a better offensive line. Even even though they can't run the ball, and he's though. playing better football. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to tell me that Stroud's not playing better football. It he's compares the numbers. Situation. Almost, almost fifteen hundred passing yards for C.J. Stroud. Okay. Seven point right, so, so, nine passing yards so, per so attempt. Seven touchdowns to zero interceptions. Come Man. on, bro. I'm not saying that Bryce is on a great team with a great situation right now, but for everybody saying. Like there isn't a visible difference between the two of them. I don't know what you're watching. And yes, I've been watching all the film from it's the Texans, and I've watched all the film from the Carolina Panthers. Have, have, you, watched, have you watched the full Texans game this year, Cody? Open. Have you watched the full Texans game this year, Cody? Yeah, or just I, not 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 just one of them, Desmond. I've watched them all. So you've watched all the Texans games from beginning to end. And, and there's not a clear between the team they're on. So here, so here's uh, his his stats right now. He's throwing at 61% completion rate. His QBR is 56.2. Um, he had that can't be right. I'm looking at his passing to see how many attempts he's having here. Um, 177 passes, 180, zero interceptions. I'm showing, I'm showing he's 114 for 186 over six games. He's getting like 40, 45 attempts a game, like. To throw it, that offense is much more open than what Carolina's doing, and they're staying out there longer. And he's got dudes like Tank Dell, who Steve Smith was raving over in the offseason for us to go try to draft, that can actually separate from people. <laughs> he can like, run away. He was also raving over Jonathan Mango too. Yeah, but not the same as Tank. Like Tank, he he dedicated a whole episode to Tank. Like he was like, "This dude's special." Like, I didn't why didn't Steve was, Smith tell the Panthers special. to draft him in the second round? He did. <laughs> he had a whole episode told him to do it. You're, you're, you're mad at the wrong person, then, bro. It's like you make someone. Why didn't like? Like, what, he, look, at end, right? look, look, at the end of the day, this is going to come down to a philosophical difference on what you believe about quarterbacks. Right now, the Miami Dolphins—they're a great football team. But I'm still taking Justin Herbert over to attack of Viloa every single day because it's easier to build a build around a quarterback of that caliber. Up until the very end of the season, we're picking number one in the draft. They were the worst team in football. And by the way, right now they're on like four backup offensive linemen. Oh, but nothing nothing is about CJ Stroud and how good he's being, and how he's throwing wide receivers open, and how Nobody he is, sh- and how he is shattering good. rookie records. I mean, like I said, yeah, I don't yeah. No, no, he's been better than good, Desmond. He's not he's great. He's been better no, than I'm not good. Gonna get I, I'm, I'm he's not better than not good. Great, but, no. but, bro, when, when, again, when you compare the two quarterbacks, you're sitting there talking about, well, he's playing great. He's playing great because he's on a, a lot better team, dog. Lower so, expectations. So, so, so swap situations. CJ Stroud comes here and he plays, he plays just as well. I'm looking at the quarter uh, total QBR leaders right now in the NFL uh, on ESPN.com because I am curious about this, like where he actually ranks. Uh, Brock Purdy is actually number one in QBR, 83.6 right now. Josh Allen's number two. Two is number three. Mahomes, four. Goff, who I've actually been a very good, fa- a big fan of this year. Jared Goff is playing his ass off. Like people, yeah, Jared Goff has changed some opinions for sure. Uh, Goff is five. Yeah. Baker Mayfield is number six. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that. Justin Herbert, seven. Prescott, surprisingly, is at eight. And I'm just scrolling through, scrolling through. I'm looking for C.J. Stroud. He's at number 14. Uh, he's at the middle of the pack. For those who want to know, Bryce Young is dead last at number 32. His QBR right now is at 28.6 um, for his uh, for the season to, to date. Well, he's played five games. The rest of them have played six or whatever it's been, or four games. He, he's only had four starts. Um I'm I'm always gonna go with the guy who has success. So like when you're saying between Tua and Herbert, I'm taking Tua because I've watched Tua win on the biggest stages. Like I want that guy. I want the guy that the guys are gonna follow. I'm not sure about Herbert. I know he's got all the intangibles, all the raw things you need. Like if you're building a quarterback in Madden, but I haven't seen him win anything, and that's why I've gravitated to Bryce because Bryce has won on every single level he's ever played football at. It doesn't matter high school, college, pro, and he's won everything. So it's like, why would that change here? Which puts me back to the original question from before this. It feels like coaching is holding him back. Like if 
if they were switched, and this is a question for Cody, if they were switched and Bryce Young was in Houston and C.J. Stroud was here, do you think C.J. Stroud would be having the same season statistically? Same I mean, listen, listen. I, I, I want, I want Fitter fired. I don't think that the that the uh, the talent on this team right now is good for any quarterback. But by the way, you were talking about oh, that's win- no, you were talking about whoever wins in college and whoever's a winner. Okay, well, Baker Mayfield won a Heisman, and Josh Allen was playing in Wy- and, <laughs> and, and Josh Allen was playing in Wyoming. Is anyone going to say that they wouldn't take Josh Allen? Over Baker Mayfield, that wasn't because, bro, just, 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 that. Just, just because you win in college doesn't mean that you're gonna take that success to the NFL. Justin Herbert had the bigger arm, he had the big brain, he had the, the ability to run around, he could do it all. You want a quarterback that checks every boxes. But what I like want? Bryce. What I don't think before? Bryce is a bust, but I think CJ Stroud throughout that draft process. Checked more boxes than Bryce Young. I don't know, but that's not the question. Bryce didn't like. He was was a more accurate quarterback. He he, he was one of the most accurate quarterbacks in all of college football. And by the way, in the NFL, he still is. He has not thrown an interception. He has thrown 177 passes. But and has not thrown he's, he's, one that's, that's, interception. That doesn't mean he's the most. He's one of the most accurate quarterbacks. That just means he's one of the most luckiest quarterbacks. He's throwing at sixty percent completion rate. There's dudes out here throwing at seventy five. Oh, he's lucky. That, so, he so Bryce has all the bad luck. CJ has all the good luck. Nothing no, on CJ. He's balling. CJ's balling right now. You can't, you can't say that CJ Stroud is an accurate quarterback when he's throwing at sixty percent. When the the mean right now for accurate quarterbacks is seventy and above. Like he's not there yet. I'm saying you're crowning CJ Stroud after six games, where we're not even halfway through the season yet. <laughs> you know, like things change on a dime, and I'm not willing to sit here and say CJ Stroud should have been the one instead of Bryce Young after can, six. Can games. I ask a question? All right, so going back to the question asked, if C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young switch swap, swap uh, you know, teams, does C.J. Stroud still have the success that he's having right now? That because I've, I've asked that question, Dan's asked that question, and it has not yet to be answered. So if they swap positions or swap uh, situations, is Bryce Young uh, having the where they are? Who would you would you say C.J. Stroud's going to have the same thing? No interceptions, sixty percent completion rate. 14 touchdowns over five games or whatever with that communication. Because just a second ago, you just told just a second ago, you just said you don't believe this team has any weapons that a quarterback should be playing with. So if that's the case, you don't even believe that CJ Stroud will come here and be successful. I think we would be taking more shots downfield. And I think CJ would be more comfortable taking shots downfield. Absolutely, I do. 100 percent I do. Some of that I think is Bryce making that decision, not Frank Wright. Like some of that is Bryce deciding to take the 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 check down or whatever to avoid the turnover because of what you're saying in the beginning. You're harping on all the turnovers that Bryce Young has had. You don't think Bryce Young's thinking about that as he's out there on the field trying to process where to put the ball. He's always gonna go to the check down instead of going 30 yards downfield to a receiver in a super tight window that can't get separation. Whereas CJ or CJ has got dudes like Tank where they're 30 yards downfield and there's no one around them. <laughs> like I'm sitting there watching some of their film. There's no one around the water receiver. Like where's the defender? So like he, he's right. got a different situation, but if he's here, throwing out of feeling, we're talking about stuff that we, we, might, we might as well be talking about Santa Claus. We're not going to see CJ Stroud on the Carolina Panthers. You're not going to see Bryce Young on the Houston Texans. They have a better organization right now because they draft better on offense and on defense. I am not saying that Bryce is in a great situation, but if anybody is going to sit there and say that through five games that you can make any comparison from what CJ is doing, from what Bryce is doing, it's crazy, man. He I'm is saying, on pace. He is on pace. CJ Stroud is on pace to break almost every rookie passing yard touchdown record that there is. And by the way, right before the draft, Oh, it leaked out that his S2 test, oh, he scored a 12. Oh, he went to Ohio State. He has wide receivers open everywhere. All C.J. Stroud has done is shatter every expectation that has been placed upon him. So, yeah, right now, it's not even comparable between the two of them. 
not so, even comparable. So did you answer the question or did you not answer the question? Because TJ TJ stripes the saying, so then you agree that CJ would not do well, Cody, or because you still didn't really answer exactly. the question. He like, never answered the question. No, it would he, he do he well here or not. I think he would look around the same or better. I don't think he would look worse than Bryce. Cody, I don't, I don't even think you believe that, bro. I don't believe that. Than Bryce. I don't believe that. <laughs> I'm just looking at the team. Right, we just right. we just went 30 minutes talking about all the different problems the Panthers have. Those problems would still be here. If and, bro, was here. And, and Cody, <laughs> you just literally, Cody, you just told us that you don't believe this team is built for any quarterback to thrive in. So you don't believe that. It's not there's there's no way you can boldface say you believe that because you just finished telling us where there's no there's no weapon there's really no weapons here. The offensive line stinks. And then our defense is beat. Andy Dalton so passed don't, don't for what? Tip. Over 300 yards? He lost. How many times he lost Bryce, We lost. Okay. Exactly. How many times did Bryce Young pass for 300 yards? He's so lost. That's not possible. there and tell me that it's not possible. The results absolutely. Andy Dalton came in on the road for one game, threw the, ball, threw the ball almost 60 times, and put up over 300 yards. So, yeah, maybe CJ would look a little bit better. I'm not giving up on Bryce, but I'm also not making excuses like everybody else is trying to do. Pretend like Bryce is playing like the best rookie quarterback ever. He's not. No, no that's not I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on record saying this really analysis as well. Bryce holds the ball too long. I say it every Sunday when I'm watching them play. Like, I'm very critical of the entire team. It's kind of our job at this point, especially after the four years prior to this. So I'm not looking at Bryce Young. Now, I will say uh, Skyler and other beat writers – did not do us a favor in the offseason reporting back from training camp. Uh, even Monty, you were there at training camp, and we were commenting on how the ball rarely hits the ground when Bryce Young's throwing the football. It, it built up this narrative that Bryce Young was really, really far ahead of where rookie quarterbacks should be. So all of us went into this regular season with the expectation that Bryce Young was going to be different than what we're seeing now. And that's the problem between that and the fan base somewhere forgetting that this is not the same roster that ended last year. Like we put expectations on what we saw at the end of last year. This is not the same coaching staff. This is not the same roster, but for whatever reasons, we, we talked ourselves into thinking, okay, we were a game or two out of winning the division last year and going to the playoffs. We had this, we finally get a quarterback. We upgrade the coaching staff. We should win 10 games this year. It makes, makes mathematical sense to me, right? It's not how football works. <laughs> it's not how football works. And we're finding it out painfully now this coaching staff this is the first year together. Like they've never coached with each other before. Like they're learning how to do things together too. At the same time, the team is add in, we're missing like 10 starters <laughs> due to injury and you're going to have this problem. So I do have a problem with putting a lot of this blame on Bryce. Bryce was going to have these problems, whether or not we were winning or losing, but most rookie quarterbacks don't win. Even CJ what's CJ Stroud right now, two and three. Playing better than Bryce. That's what he's doing. But he's two like, and three, right? Yeah. Two yeah, and three. Two and and a, and okay, Dale. He brought them back against Atlanta and had them in position to win that football game. So what, bro? They like, lost, bro. Uh, okay, so but you're not you're not going to say that that doesn't matter, though. We were that, in the same that, position. That, that matters. We were in the that same matter. position. So, so, at, so at the end of the day, when we go back and look at the record at the end of the year, it's going to matter that he came back and lost? We did the same no, thing not, against Atlanta. We, you mean like Bryce is doing? We could have won. Bryce Young is also staring down wide receivers, which That's is something that he never, which is something that he never did at Alabama. Well, so, Alabama, it, it, he had an Alabama offensive line, so he had the luxury of no, bro, that's not, no, 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 that's not what everybody was saying. So that, everybody was saying different. that last year Alabama had one of the worst offensive lines that they had had in a long time. I'd take that offensive right? line over our current Panther bro, offensive and that's, line. They still had one of the better offensive lines in college football. So yeah, what does that even still mean? like elite. It might not be as exactly. good as Alabama. So just because it wasn't the Wake most Forest. elite offensive line that was there, that don't mean they had a bad offensive line. Yeah, we had not... a terrible offensive line. Oh, it's, okay. it's not so comparable. now he had good protection. Okay. All I know is Bryce Young is not going through his progressions like Stroud. He's not. He's staring down receivers. He's been fumbling the football. None of those things that I just said, Stroud has done any of those things. So you don't think he's gonna? Whatever, man. You don't think he's gonna? Like you honestly feel like he's gonna go another eleven I'm games? I'm talking about no interception or fumble. I can't or talk, I, I, I don't have a crystal ball, Desmond. I can't <laughs> look into the future. All I can look at is what's happened thus far, and it's not even close. The um. Man, we could go two hours on this. As a matter of fact, we'll probably have to continue this next week because this is going to be a. That's the only thing that I disagree with that the, is that I feel like it's an unfair comparison to compare CJ to Bryce because their their situations are completely different. Like 
it's it's like apples and oranges. Like you can't really be like a side by side comparison to them without the narrative. Like, and a lot of people that I see they're, they're talking about CJ. You're really only once Cody that said that you've actually watched the games. A friend of mine that's in the uh, the industry had mentioned this to me, where he was like, a lot of the people that are saying that CJ Stroud is this and that. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, I guarantee they have not watched him play. But like, people think that I'm talking just to talk that I say things just to be controversial. I promise you that's not me. I'll never let something come out of my mouth that I don't genuinely believe. And, yes, I've been watching the All-22. I watched all the film when they were in college as well. And I, I've, I've had these opinions before. And right now, to this point, all of my opinions have only been confirmed. I am not calling Bryce Young a bust. Don't let anyone ever put that on me or put that in my mouth no, at all. I do not. think Bryce Young can be a good quarterback, but it's going to take time to build around him, to build up a team like the San Francisco 49ers or like the Miami Dolphins. I think it's going to be a much shorter turnaround time for C.J. Stroud. The, um, we'll probably cut right there because I think we're up against some time, but um, I did note a couple of the comments in here before we go. Uh, Saya Crosby, I think I pronounced that right. So we're talking about right now. So are we. <laughs> we're talking about right now, too. I'm saying that a lot of the fan base can't forget what happened last year and what they were told coming into this year and won't let it go. Like, things change. Things happen that change comments from previous times. And if the administration is upfront about it, yeah, we've, we're missing a bunch of starters. Yeah, we didn't expect to start out this slow. All these other things they didn't expect to happen, that's fine. But we can't keep holding what they said six months ago to today. Like, the, the, everything's different. Like, you can't keep saying, well, we were promised this fast-paced offense, and we were promised the quarterback was going to be throwing for 80, 100 yards, and blah, 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 blah. People are wrong. <laughs> People are wrong all the time. Teams adapt. Teams change. That's what I want to see. Can they adapt? Can they change? Especially coming out of the bye week, because they're going to have a whole week to kind of try to figure this out. Um, they're going to get compared forever, because since they're number one and number two, and that's exactly right. They are going to get compared. Can uh, I read one right comment? Here. Can yeah. I read one comment? Jermaine, uh, Ken Jermaine says, if it's unfair to compare Stroud to Bryce, stop comparing Bryce to rookie Troy Aikman and Peyton Manning. Everybody makes the comparisons when it benefits them, but then when it's a comparison that they don't like, well, then it's unfair to make. That's a fair and point. It, That's a fair it, point. It's, you know, that. it's like if we're gonna if we're gonna shoot it straight, we gotta shoot it straight. I've, and honestly, well, when I've compared don't, don't to quarterbacks, I've danger your opinion about quarterbacks you don't like, bro. Yeah. Don't say shoot because because you don't shoot it straight when? in that regard. When? So so I mean, name the time. Again, like said, name if, the if, time. Name the time I that I have did. ever bro, changed bro, up my so, opinion so, 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 on bro, any quarterback so, bro, again, ever. Again, I, I I literally just did, bro. So like I said, in se- so like so again, so if I pull up a tweet of you supporting uh, Trevor Lawrence when he was trash his rookie year, and now I pull up a tweet of you talking about talking bad about Bryce his rookie year, you gonna say that that's that's not the same? Or that you didn't move the goalposts? So well, I because never said is. that. I, I never said that Trevor Lawrence was turning over the football. I never said. I never bro, said that Justin no, Fields bro, matter was fact, turning bro, over you, the football. You literally made it, bro. I you never literally said made that even one been. time. Not Cody, even one time it, did I ever Cody. say that, bro. Oh, stop it, man. Like I said, bro, he, I literally can prove that, like I said, the rookie seasons of Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Fields. Bro, when they started the season off playing terrible, your stance was, oh, my God, they're rookie quarterbacks. Have y'all forgotten that they, play, they know how to play quarterback? Here we are. And that was in September of their rookie season. Here we are in September of Bryce's rookie season. And, I'm not uh, and you're saying talking about we drafted that the wrong Bryce quarterback. can't turn man, this around. I'm not Cody saying it, that Bryce can't turn this no, around. No, he's not saying he's saying that. Bro. Cody, you just said shoot it straight, but you don't shoot it straight when it's quarterbacks that you don't oh, like. I'm 100% bro. shooting it straight. They say like man. rookie quarterbacks. Bryce Young is also playing like a rookie quarterback, but you're also not going to say that the mistakes that he's making are all on everyone else, just like it wasn't for Trevor, it wasn't for Justin Fields, or whatever other quarterback that you mentioned, bro. I've never, ever, ever said one thing about a quarterback and then uh, switched up and said the exact That's opposite. Not never. <laughs> that is not never. Never. And then this, this is going for like Never, the lunch bro. hour. Um, <laughs> let's continue to go back for. And again, we can just pick this right up next Thursday because it's going to be the same conversation going into the bye week. Depending on whatever CJ does and whatever Bryce does, there's going to be a game where Bryce Young throws 300 yards, three touchdowns, and all the Bryce Young fans are going to come out and be like, "We told you so." And all the ones that are dumping on him right now are going to have to answer to that because this is a 
we're in week six. <laughs> we're in week six, guys. Everybody's got to remember there's 11 more games to play. Like we we didn't even got to the softest part of our schedule yet. Like we get to play the Texans. We get to see them play against each other. Uh-huh. We get to see him again. Well, Richardson won't be out there, but we get to see them against the Colts. We get to see him against Justin Phillips and the Bears. All that stuff is right after the bye week. Like I expect to win all three of those games, but it's still the Panthers and they probably won't. <laughs> so we're going to see what happens uh, regarding that. Um, the fan, yo, shout out to everybody that stopped in today because there's a lot of uh, people in the comment section. Uh, you guys clearly needed to get some stuff off your chest. Um, we got to get out of here though. Uh, we actually ran a little bit over the, what we expected. Uh, Monty, I hope I didn't get you in trouble. Uh, nah, you to get off the work. So <laughs> I hope you good. Um, we'll be back probably next Thursday because again, the Panthers are going to play Miami. And after this 80 to 25 score, whatever's going to go happening down in Miami, oh, on Sunday, uh, we're, we're literally going to try to defend the fastest team on earth with third and fourth string cornerbacks. Like, that's the story for me. Like, what are we supposed to do with Tyreek Hill when he's waving goodbye and doing this to us like four times on Sunday? <laughs> like, wave the, at him, the, wave at him as he's yeah, running by like, everyone. See you later, Tyreek. Yeah, bye, Tyreek. At least they don't, have, they don't have a chain or, or a chain, a chain. I can't pronounce his last. The, the running back that runs 22 miles an hour or whatever. They don't have him. He's he's out with an injury. So maybe. Oh, so they four seventy instead of eighty. Okay. Yeah. So it'll it'll drop it a little. <laughs> so it'll drop a little, but hey, we say all this again. The Panthers, every single year of existence, have won a game in that season. They had no business winning. I've been a fan from the jump. They always find one that they win. You're like, how do we win that football game? Could be, could be Sunday. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. This the audio version of this will be on the Keep Pounding Podcast Network here in a little while. The video, if you uh, didn't get a chance to watch it all, you can watch it on the uh, the Keep Pounding. Uh, playlist that's on the Tobacco Road Sports Radio YouTube channel. Go rate and subscribe to that. Rate and subscribe it on whatever podcast platform you find us on. Uh, the more, the better. Shout out to everybody that came in. Uh, the C3, C3 family representing throughout the uh, the, the comments section. Uh, hard. Baby. Go check out the Free For All Friday with them. I'm going to have to pop in with you guys. What time do you start that on Friday? Every Friday at 7 p.m. Anybody and everybody. Come tell me me how little I know or how much (laughs) I know. Um, I am equal opportunity for absolutely everybody, bro. And then the four-man rush is all over the place. I might pop in here. here Please do. As soon as my football is over, because I do high school football uh, here in the triad, so as soon as that's done, I'll start popping in because we'll still have a lot of NFL left uh, at that point, so I'll start stopping by too. But we got to get out of here. Appreciate everybody stopping by. You've been listening and watching Embrace debate here on the keep pounding podcast network powered by the fans first sports network keep pounding keep pounding baby what's up